What's up, everybody? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Hadija Toto, and you are listening to Entrance You, the podcast where we are the deliberate creators of our own realities, united in light during the darkest hour. We foster spaces of love, acceptance, and truth because we know we are one people. Living through different simulations, we define and choose to be our own truths while living in a co-created environment within multidimensional realities. With that being said, we're just curious to to see how others create their worlds and future and understanding of how we may create our worlds so we can come together. Now, without further ado, I want to let you all know today I do not have a guest because I will be on here just having a chat with you. I want to change the Entrance You platform just a little bit. And hey, hey, auntie, I see you on there. I saw Portia on here too. Hey, hey, y'all. I wanted to get on here and just talk about some things that I've been going through as well as going through and asking, are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? You know, we hear this so often and I really want to know what you think. I have my own answer, but hey, Kia, um, I have my own answer, but I'm so curious to see what others' answers are. And, you know, as we navigate through this, this is going to be kind of a straight to the point kind of thing. I don't think this should last any longer than 20 minutes, but I wanted to ask people the question, are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? Are we truly who we think we are? You know, when life comes to test us, who is helping us through that test? And I've been going through a lot of different things happening. It's like the more I develop myself, the more aware I become, right? So it's not that the environment has changed or X, Y, and Z is tripping. No, you have changed. And so what it seems like is that everyone around you is tripping. And so what kind of provoked this for me, I love when challenges come my way because what it makes me ask myself is, am I who I say I am? Let me say that again. Am I who I say I am? Am I going to go through this test and am I, am I going to react or am I going to respond? Am I going to allow this thing to overpower me or will I take hold of this thing, control it and metamorphosize it into whatever I want it to be? Because at the end of the day, I cannot control the circumstances, but I can create a circumstance in regards to what's happening outside of me because I can't change the outside without first changing the inside. And so I just want to share with you some things that have happened in these past weeks. I had a friend pass away. I had another friend that, you know, I, I don't know, I guess they called me cocky and just whatever, things fluctuated into whatever it is. And then I had another friend just like totally just was an, an energy uh, energy vampire. And when I decided to get rid of that, because it's it wasn't a symbiotic relationship. It wasn't that kind of relationship where I was getting a thing out the deal. It wasn't the kind of relationship where it's like every time I spoke to this person or spoke to these people, I was feeling drained. And you have to be able to refill yourself. I was refilling myself with knowledge and overstanding. And I, I kept doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I realized I can't keep filling up my cup for other people to just only be taking from it. 
right? You have to somehow fill yourself up. And at least if they are taking from the cup, it's paid for, right? <laughs> We're doing some type of exchange. And when you don't feel that there's an exchange, you have to leave the situation. And that is a non-negotiable. That took me years to know and years to understand. People just want to borrow your energy. People just want to borrow your knowledge. People want to just borrow your presence around them, you know, and just having when you have something that you've created and then somebody runs off with it and acts like it's theirs and doesn't even include you in on it, 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 it brings to the forefront some triggers, right? Triggers are us identifying parts of ourselves that we thought we had under control that we don't. Let me say that again. Triggers are parts of ourselves that we thought we had under control, but we don't. And there's nothing wrong with being triggered. It's how you control that trigger. Everything is about control. Are you able to self-govern yourself? Are you able to follow the laws of yourself? Are you able to know what that thing is, what that button is being pushed? Because sometimes people... You'd be surprised. People are your enemies because they know what buttons to press. They know how to get to you. They know how to make sure that they can they can get to you before anyone else can get to you. And oftentimes these triggers are the from the people that we love most, right? These triggers happen to from the people that we love the most. Those are the only kind of people that can trigger you. You can't be triggered by a stranger. No, no, not really because you have to care right? You have to care. And the fact that you care, don't take that for granted. Just take that energy and do something else with it. So I want to get started and go ahead and share this. Okay. So I prompt the question to you all. Are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? I want you all to respond in the comment section if you can, if you believe that we are. I'll give you my answer at the end, but I'm sure the way and the route that I'm taking this conversation, you'll probably guess my answer. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be talking about are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? Now, I want to begin by saying a Henry Ford quote. Henry Ford said, together we thrive. Coming together is a beginning. Staying together is progress and working together is success. I want to come back to this at the end. I want to come back to this quote at the end. But before we end, I'm going to move forward. We have Zagia. Kia said, nope. Nope. So she doesn't think that we are the five closest people we surround ourselves with. So as we get into this, we'll, we'll, we'll have discussions. So the next thing is, what are you gathering for? So when you're coming with your friends and you are coming together with them, what are you gathering for? Why are you gathering? What, what is the occasion that you're gathering for? Are you gathering for work? Are you gathering to grab a drink? Are you gathering, like, are you gathering to show up for someone's birthday? You know, what are you gathering for? And so that's one of the most important questions in asking the question of, are we the five closest people to us? Now, notice, notice in the question, just going back for a second, are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? So you are the mold of the things that you listen to, right? And that you see, 
the things that you listen to and that you see, okay? So what are you gathering for? And the next one is who shows up, right? Who's showing up for certain occasions? And I say this because I remember a time in my life where I had transitioned. So everyone knows that I had transitioned from being a Christian to a Muslim. And I remember during that time when I was Christian, this was part of my choice in the way that I operated things. I was drinking and I was going out and doing things that I deemed as fun at the time. And when I became Muslim, I completely stopped. Uh, it was cho- it was by choice, and I just stopped. I stopped doing old things that I used to do. But what that did was, when I made a life decision for myself, well, guess what? It goes back to the who shows up. I'm not going to parties. I'm not meeting anyone at clubs. I'm not going to the church anymore, right? Which means my community has shifted. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't hang out with those old friends anymore, because in fact, I did. I did. I still hung out with them. If they were going out to a party, I would go with them when they were pre-drinking before they were leaving. I wasn't drinking. I brought my bottle of water or I had my, you know, juice or, you know, some type of drink with me. And we just would kick back, laugh and have a chat. So who shows up to these kinds of events or whatever you're gathering for is important to see who is it that you're constantly... Now, remember, it's who you surround yourself with, not necessarily who you're around, but who you choose to surround yourself with. Now, I want to ask you, what qualities do you admire about one another? Now, when I originally wrote this question, I had asked, what qualities do you admire about them? And then I changed the question and I said, well, no, what qualities do they admire about you? And then I was thinking, no, because if you're in a relationship with someone, right, as Kia was saying, if you're in a relationship with someone, then you're going to admire certain things about each other. It's not gonna be a one-way relationship. It's gonna be a two-way relationship. What do I like about you? And what do you like about me? Because essentially we're doing an energetic dance. We're doing an energy exchange with one another. What are the qualities that you have that I really admire and that maybe I need? How is it that you discipline yourself? How is it that you stick to a certain routine? How do you think, right? And so if you don't necessarily know this, I want you to take a piece of paper out and think about the five people that you surround yourself with, that you're the closest with, that you're the closest with, and take those qualities that you admire about them and think of just three, maybe four qualities that you like about them and take them each. What do you like about them? And then think about how that's intricate into your personality, your being, who you choose to be and how you are, okay? Because- The people that you become what you listen to. Let me say that again. You become what you listen to. Kind of like what they say, you are what you eat, right? 80% of the job, wait, let me, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Kia. Maybe it's 90%, but 80% of the job when you're on your fitness journey is in the kitchen. And the other 20% is in the gym, right? When you're working out. (laughs) <laughs> when you're working out, I'm so sorry. Mine said, 
What if you don't have five people? LOL. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, if you don't have five people, that's okay. That is okay. You don't need five people. You don't need five people. If, if it's you on a lonely island, well, then it's you on a lonely island. But everybody has at least maybe one or two people. Okay, so I was right. Thank you, Kia. Everybody has at least one or two people. And think about those two people that you surround yourself with because those are the people that you're listening to, right? And if you are what you, you listen to, then if you're listening to the same kind of dialogue, now you can have resistance towards it. That, that doesn't mean that you're close with these people, right? It doesn't mean that you are close with these people at all. Okay, yeah, Kia said I was right. It is 80-20. So I'd like to see it as the 80-20 rule right? You being in the kitchen with your friends, right? These are your close people, okay? So I would say these five people represent that 80% of you. It's the 80% of you. When you're frustrated, you go to these people. When you're sad, you go to these people. When you're excited, hell, you go to these people. These people, they, there we go, boom, they respect your boundaries. You respect one another's boundaries. And as you keep going, hey, Angela, as you keep going and as you keep pushing forward, what is it that you admire about your counterpart? Now, Kia said just now, I look for spiritual guidance, humor, and acceptance. I absolutely love that. I want to know what else, what do you all look in a quality about another person in order for them to be your friend or to be in your social circle? Um, I love that for spiritual guidance, humor, and acceptance. I'm going to have to go with Kia on this. I look for the same thing and I would even add open-mindedness, but that goes along with acceptance, I would say. Yeah. So I just want to extend that and say, open-mindedness because can we grow together is the question. Like looking for spiritual guidance, that's a whole growth factor, right? You're constantly coming back to the spirit. You're constantly coming back to who you are, who you are. And like he has said as well, you're respecting each other's boundaries, right? Because when you come with a certain mindset, you're not going to violate that. And she said, one more, I need to be inspired as well. Kia's hitting it on the head. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you need to inspire me, right? And I'll take Kia, for example. Yo, Kia and I have known each other since, since I was 16. That's crazy to me. Like, since I was 16, we've known each other. And Kia was always one of those people that I wanted to surround myself with. She trained me. She was the first person when I was a teacher. She was the first person to train me. And what I loved about her as a teacher was she had her classroom in order. She was always organized. And I knew this was a person that I wanted to be around because I knew I was going to pick up habits. Everyone write in habits. Habits are so important. And this is why you do, I would say, in my opinion, you become the five closest people because you're observing their habits. Now, I'm not saying you take in their bad habits, right? You taking in your bad habits is you creating those healthy boundaries, like Kia was saying, but also being able to decipher which one is which, right? <laughs> she said, thanks for using your age and not mine. <laughs> That means that, I, yeah, I've known Kia for over a decade, right? And uh, Angela said, positive, driven mindset, a desire to grow and move forward. Yes, and uplift each other. That goes back to the inspiration, right? I absolutely love that. And having people that you can surround yourself with, right? 
Sometimes we call it a mastermind, right? Sometimes we call it, you want people who can uplift you, who can push you to your greatest self. Because what I know is high quality, high quality is not easy to find these days, right? High quality, and not just high quality, but people who genuinely care about you. You almost want the people who surround you to be like your family, because essentially your blood family are people you don't choose in your life, but it's the people that you choose in your life that are really your spiritual family. They're the people who are going to uplift you and support you and understand what you're going through because they're going to be right next to you doing the work as well. And so the desire to grow and move forward is so important because how are we going to the next level? How are we going to the next thing together? What is it that we're looking to form together? How can we co-create this relationship that we have with one another? And I love <laughs> said humor. I look for people who can laugh at themselves, great goals, open, and who they are surrounded by. Absolutely. That is an important I'm going to touch on this last part. First of all, humor is important. You know, now that doesn't mean you you can take the comedian anywhere that you go, right? You might not be able to take the comedian everywhere you go. And that's okay. Okay. That's okay. You don't have to take the comedian everywhere you go, but it's great to have a laugh. Sometimes you need someone you can just laugh with, right? Everyone has that special quality that makes them worthwhile of hanging out with, right? You want to have that quality. Maybe the person who has a lot of humor is actually depressed, right? Because all of these artists and these, these, these people who are able to get themselves in a super hyper mood are also, think about it, super, can get themselves super down too, Okay, so it's all about that balance. How can we maintain serenity? How can we maintain a calmness of mind? How can we maintain a, a, a tone of relaxation, right? And I want to touch up on the last part. She said, who they are surrounded by, right? If you are a total sum of the things that you listen to, who you're surrounding yourself with and who that person is surrounding themselves with, is super important, not just for networking purposes, right? Not just for networking purposes, but for the purpose to understand and drive that thing, whatever it is home. Because guess what? Your friend might know a friend who knows a friend who does something that you do and that you love to do. And then you're like, yeah, I got this from my friend. Send me this and we should, we should do this together, right? And so it's important to pay attention to who that person surrounds themselves to. It's kind of like coronavirus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like coronavirus. And I say that because when coronavirus happened, I don't know about y'all, but I was very like, mm -mm, who has been where, right? Uh-uh, I don't know who you've been around and I don't know who they've been around. And I don't know who they've been around and I'd be damned if I get some type of virus because y'all were being careless. Right. And this is the same kind of thing that you want to do with your energy. <laughs> right. Energy. You don't want no energy vampires on you. You don't want people who are just using you just to use you. You want people surrounded by you who support you, who love you, who care about you, who want to see you do your best. Right. Those are the kinds of people that you want to surround yourself up with. Uh, yes. I love that. Angela says, yes, yes. And laughter is the best medicine. Laughter is such a good medicine because laughter, Les Brown likes to say, laughter opens up the heart. 
so you can receive the information. So as soon as people laugh, give it to them, you know, because that's when you drive in that point. And I think that's what makes, to be honest, somebody like Dave Chappelle so amazing. And yeah, what are you filling yourself up with? What are you filling yourself up with? Because guess what? That behind the scenes is important, like he is saying, good vibes only. Like, what? who are the people that they're surrounded? And what are they doing? Are they living in integrity, right? Are their thoughts, their feelings, and their actions aligning as one, right? What is it doing? And I'm just going to highlight this, right? Are they lining up? Because if they're not lining up, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but you're not going to be able to get anything done with these kind of persons. And then, and then because it's so contagious, because it's so contagious, you might catch that. Laziness is a contagious disease. Say that with me. Laziness is a contagious disease. Now, I'm not saying that it's in regard, but like eating habits, just all of these different things, right? Now it's either going to be you pulling them towards a positive way or them pulling you, right? If I know I have a friend who is a, for example, like Kia, right? Now I know that I can't be trying to eat, you know what I'm saying? Burger around her every day, right? Same with Angela. She likes working out too. I know I can't do that with them every day. They ain't trying to get cookies every day, right? Will they go out with me every now and then to get that stuff? Absolutely. But are they going to do it with me every day? Absolutely not. Because guess what? Being a good friend, being a good person, and qualities that you admire around each other requires a certain sense of honesty. And when you're able to be honest with the person who's next to you, when you're able to be honest with the person who's next to you, you're able to go further and further and further and further because you're building each other. You're growing each other. And that's how it is. Giza, <laughs> laziness is a contagious disease and being a hater is a contagious disease. Let's talk about that for really quick. Y'all, I'm telling you, don't get in a hater mindset. Do not get in a hater mindset because it's a scarcity mindset. It's a competitive mindset. It's the type of mindset that's going to allow you to just like, you're destroying yourself, right? You're, you're firing the hell that lies within. You're firing the hell that lies within when you do that kind of stuff. Because when you're a hater, now all of a sudden you're putting, you're bringing the entire group down and you're bringing them to this low conscious level where you're no longer talking about things, but you're talking about people. We want to talk about things that we want to improve right? We want to talk about things that 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 just elevate us to a different level. <laughs> she said, catch me on Friday for a cheat meal. And Angela said, I'll join you both. That is so funny. Yes, for a cheat meal. But you see, you notice it's cheat meal. Like I'm not going to do that with you every day. We're not going to do that, right? Because we care about our health. We care about who we are. We care about what we become. We care about our health. <laughs> you said, Angela Vena, let's go. <laughs> you all are so funny. I love it. And I just want to welcome Taisha Cannon. Hey girl, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I love this. It's turning into a female empowerment session and I absolutely love it. So I want to go on to the next one because we have focused on this for a while. You become what you listen to, which was something that we spoke about before. You become what you listen to. That's it. You become what you listen to. The haters, right? 
we talked about the haters bring down the group, but ask, but congratulators bring up the group, right? So you become what you listen to and you become what other people listen to too. If people are conscious about their growth, think about the kind of the conversations you're going to have with somebody who's constantly working on themselves, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally, whether it's socially, whether it's in any kind of aspect, anyone who's willing to grow and take themselves to the next level and invest in themselves. You see, I'm the kind of woman, I don't know about y'all, but I'm the kind of woman where I'm like, ooh, you know, I really want to get my nails done. But see, I'm really trying to achieve this fitness goal and I can't get there by myself. And so I'm willing to invest in myself in order to go to the next level. I'm the type of person where mm, I really need to take this self-development course because it's going to make me receive everything that I need to receive, right? Yes, uplifting and empowering conversations. I love it. Yes, fem power. <laughs> I love that. Fem power in the building. What's up? What's up? It's time. It's our time, y'all. Super facts, feed your soul with things that will uplift yourself and others. Yes, because if we're not uplifting, if we're not able to uplift ourselves, how are we going to take our challenges, alchemize them, transmute them into a valuable experience to uplift someone else who's going through the same issue? How can we be more vulnerable? How can we be more honest with ourselves of what's going on and what's happening? Because sometimes all it takes is one move. All it takes is one transition. All it takes is, is boom, what Jante said, uplifting and empowering each other, right? And Kia says, I'm mindful what music I attach to my workout videos. I know people and God is watching. So I move with respect to myself and others. I love that. Being conscious of the music you listen to. I actually made a post about that. A friend and I, um, I'll be interviewing him actually on here later on this next month. And, you know, one of the things I admire about him as a rapper is that he has conscious lyrics. You know, he uplifts women and men on there. And it's so rare these days to hear a rapper uplifting women. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's always the opposite, it seems, um, unless it's some type of love song where they just trying to get in our jaws. But anyways, that's another, comment, another conversation that we not finna have today. Yes, yes, we lit over here, okay? So you become what you listen to. And, oh, I think that's it. Yes, y'all, we did that. We did that. So going back to what I said we were going back to, yeah, it's almost been 30 minutes. Okay, so going back to the beginning, going back to the beginning, I want to address this comment first because I love it. Shante said, yes, music has such a powerful impression on the mind and the spirit. Yes. I don't know if y'all were here when Shante came on, but she's an entire healer, y'all. And so she came on the show and she had her, her crystal bowl. And we were doing like meditation together with the sound bowl. Y'all, I was about to go to sleep. I woke up high than a mug. Okay. Naturally high, of course. But I woke up high than a mug. I was like, yes, Shantae, you better, you better, you better uh, uh, spin that thing, that thing around the little circle. Spin that thing in a circle. Hey, spin that thing. <laughs> Wait, that sound bowl was everything. <laughs> So the last one, finally, last but least, 
Coming together is a beginning. Staying together is progress and working together is success, okay? So coming together, we are, oh yes, yes, I'm sorry, it wasn't a sound bowl, it was a crystal bowl. Thank you so much for the correction, Shante. But coming together, you attract, I don't care what nobody said, you attract what you are, who you are, and what you're ready for. You attract who you are, what you are, and what you're ready for. Because you're only going to learn the lesson that you're able to learn in that situation. You can go through a similar situation. And it's not that you didn't learn the lesson. You learned the lesson that was only within your awareness. So as we exercise our bodies, it's important that we also exercise our minds. Okay, let me say that again. As we exercise our bodies, it's important that we exercise our minds because what we are, we attract. Why? Because the law, uh, see, I'm about to get into the law, the different laws, and we're not even, we not even there today. We're not even there today. But what I'll say is this, you attract what you put out. And you attract what you are. Now, when people say, so if somebody cheated on me, that means that I attracted that? Yes, honey, you did. And I'm going to explain why and how. Because you didn't have the boundaries set up to know better for yourself. So you mean to tell me his action did something to me and so I caused this upon myself? Baby, that means there was a misjudgment of character. Now, I'm not saying that you can control everybody, but you have to be able to be aware enough to identify within another person certain character traits that wouldn't make it a surprise. For example, I, now I don't got nothing about against people who go to the club, but there is a certain lifestyle that was lived. Right now, I remember this fine young man. We went to dinner, we went on dates, and then we got to you know his house. And he was like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, What? And he was like, Don't tell nobody, but I'm I'm a drug dealer. And I was like, You were what? And he was like, I'm a drug dealer. And I was like, I'm sorry, boo, but I can't get caught up with the popo, you know what I'm saying? So I got to go and I pieced up on out of that room. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to get caught up in some bullshit that I didn't belong in. Do you hear me? Sometimes you don't want to get caught up in some bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with you, which means you have to watch who you surround yourself with. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being at somebody's house and you just chilling and the police come knocking on your door and they doing a raid and you like, I ain't even know the motherfucker was selling nothing. Right. And then you get taken in, they get taken in y'all all at court and you mad because now you got something on your court record that don't belong to you. Let me say that again. Now you mad because you had a misjudgment of character because you thought, well, he's a good person. Yeah. But what do his actions say? The actions it will get you into some stuff that you don't have no business being in. So, Coming together is a beginning and you have to watch what you attract, okay? Staying together is progress. How do we grow together? What does growing together, what does development together look like? So often I see in these relationships, people are not willing to grow together. I remember having a conversation with Kia and I was asking her for man advice. I feel like, you know, <laughs> I've been asking her advice since I was, you know, 16. But 
and she was giving me man advice. And one of the things she said to me was, you have to be willing to cheerlead someone on even when you might not feel like it, right? And it just goes back. When you when you have someone supporting you and someone telling you, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can. Even if they don't believe that you can or will or believe in you, having that extra push of reminding you of who you truly are is important, right? Ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, nobody has time for that at all, okay? Come on, y'all better dance in the comments. What's that? Yes, Taisha, absolutely. We dropping mics out here today, okay? So nobody has time for that. We have to be able to progress and move forward, okay? Yes, cheerlead someone on even when you don't feel like it. Like you have to, because that person, I guarantee you, I guarantee you this, the same person who's cheerleading you on is going to need cheerleading. Let me say that again. The same person who's cheerleading you on is going to need cheerleading. That's how relationship works. It's like we only want the relationship if it benefits us. And then the minute it gets hard, we want to run away. No. Now, now, see, now there's a difference between running away because of a character flaw, a moral flaw, and an ethical flaw. See, those are the kind of flaws that we do want to walk away from, right? Now, if it's something little like, oh, you pick your nose or, oh, like, you know, there's certain habits you choose. I remember I had a I had an ex-boyfriend back in the heyday, back in college. And he was like, are you worth your headache? And I was like, are you worth my me having a headache? You know, but it was such an intriguing question because it made me think, damn, am I worth my headache? Like, I never had that question asked to me before. And he wasn't saying it like in a way where it was like I needed to answer it at the time, but it was a reflective question. And he just kept like he was laughing and he said it and all these things. But then as I thought about it, I was like, yo, that's a deep question. Am I worth my headache? And so I passed that question on to you. Are you worth your headache, right? Are you able to, to, when it's time, when times get challenging, right? What that question means is when times get challenging, are the good times worth staying? Are the good times that we have, right? Because it goes back to that relationship. Are you a leech in this relationship? Yes, yes, right there. Would you date yourself? Would you... Would you date you? Would you date you? And if so, what are those qualities about you that you have or that you want? I ain't finna pretend I'm no relationship guru, but I know one thing. I know that when it's time to get up and get out, I leave. I leave because I know what quality looks like. You know why I know what quality looks like? Because I surround myself with quality people. I surround myself with upstanding quality men. I've, I, I surround myself with upstanding quality women. So when I have a person of quality come up in my space, I know exactly what I'm looking at because that's what I surround myself with. I surround myself with excellence. I surround myself with deemed people's definitions of their own success. I surround myself with people who have done the work in developing themselves. So I know when somebody walks into me that they haven't done the work, right? And I'm not, this is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to lead no man. That's what I'm not going to do. Because you see, for me, now y'all have your own opinions about everything, but for me, 
I ain't no feminist. I'm not finna pretend to be no feminist. I'm not finna pretend that this relationship finna be equal. Because you see, you want to know something, honey? I expect my door to be open. I expect my door to be open. I expect certain things to get paid for. We will not split 50-50 on this. Now, if we live together and you learn and, and, and you, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a leader. Okay. And if you can't leave me now, you name, you're not finna leave me. We can be cool as friends. Okay. We can be cool as friends, but not in this relationship. And so you have to choose the kind of relationships that you want. Now, is that to say that other people might not like that? That's up to them. You know what I'm saying? Your choice is your choice, but make sure that your choice is being honored in that relationship. I want to, I want to get into the comments here. Yes, so good, girl. Come on, come on. Yes, not lead and mold a man. No, no, because what I'm not finna do, I'm not finna play with Play-Doh. Okay, this is not the Play-Doh man. We not, we not playing. This not Mr. Potato Head. Okay, you better come already made, boo. You gotta come already made. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean you don't have no growth to do, but. That equally yoked relationship, baby. We got to be equally yoked because we got to work together. We got to be able to work together. And it's all here. It's all here, baby. I love that. Come on, queen. Yes. Come on, queen. You better put a KW on that, Angela. You better put a KW on that. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> And you can pray for a man and be supportive, but not at the expense of your integrity and self-respect. Yes, it is a self-respect thing, ladies. It is a self-respect thing. And I'm not here to give nobody no man advice. I'm really not. I'm really not. But I am here to say what putting your foot down looks like and setting boundaries for yourself looks like. Because if there's anything that I know how to do, I know how to put my foot down. And I know how to set boundaries while still being respectful. Right. It doesn't require yelling. It doesn't require screaming. It doesn't even require crying. But what it does require is for you for you to constantly and consistently be willing to grow, be willing to listen to that person. Can you truly hear them? Can you truly hear them? Right? Can you hear the person next to you? And I'm not just talking about in a in a you know intimate relationship, but I'm talking about in a relationship period. People are looking and seeking to be heard. I have men, I have male clients all the time that come to me and say, well, I just feel like, you know, I have nobody else to talk to you but you. And I'm like, wait a minute now, I'm not your counselor. Yeah, I'm not your counselor. But it's being and feeling understood. And that's the important part. So yeah. And Kia says, you can leave or be patient and set boundaries with consequences and stick to them. The key word, last part, stick to them. Stick to your guns. Okay. That's one thing that I learned. I learned that real early from my mama when I was in high school. I used to date this young man and I didn't stick to my guns. I didn't stick. So I low key, all respect was lost. You have to be willing to let that thing go. You have to be willing to take yourself to the next level. You have to be willing to leave. When you have the ability to walk away, see, one thing I learned when I lived abroad in China was I learned how to bargain, right? And there's an art to bargaining. Bargaining is an art, okay? You have a little bit of fun. You start playing with words. You start doing all these different things. And guess what? 
you have to be willing to walk away if it's not the price that you want. You do some bargaining. You do some tit for tat. Because nine times out of 10, they doubled up the price on you. Okay, they charge you 800. Most likely, it really costs 200. And because they know you're an American, they know you're not going to bargain and be like, oh, what do you think about 785? I'll be walking in there 400. And they'd be like, no. And I'll be like, yep, 400. But you have to remember the price that you say is the price that you're going to pay. The price that you say is the price that you're going to pay. So ladies, let's be clear on this. When you're talking to people and they ask you your expectations, make sure that it's what you want, okay? Because you're going to get what you want and what you ask for. So when the time comes for you to be clear on stuff, be clear on it. Be clear on it because that you're setting the foundations from the very beginning. You're setting the foundations of respect. You're setting the foundations for certain rules. You're, you're setting the foundations from the beginning. And it's not about nagging, but it is saying, I like this. I don't like this. Don't do that ever again. You know what I mean? Don't know. That's not what I do. That's not okay with me. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Standing up for yourself is difficult because you, you do, you, you have to be, you have to speak up and public speaking is a fear, right? And so when you're speaking to your partner, that could be something that's hard. It, not even a partner, but the person that you're in a relationship with and being able to say, no, this is like this. And that's not, that's what, that's not what we're doing today. Okay. Love this equally. Yo, everyone has their own work to do and then work together. I love that. Hey, Sandra. Oh, I see Sandra up in here. I see my mama up in here, up in here. Um, but so everyone does have their own work to do and work together. Yes, Taisha. I love that. I love that. Work together. We all have work to do. We're all working on ourselves. But, but does the person that you surround yourself with realize that? Right. For those who are just tuning in, we're talking about I asked the question of are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? OK, are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? And we're, we're coming to an end and we're going to wrap up in the next 10 minutes. But it's it's can we work together? And I think that's why in the beginning when we were talking about growth, right, growing together, that's why it's so important to be able to be next to someone that you can grow with, whether it's business, whether it's relationship, whatever, be able to grow with that person. Best friends, right? You're best friends with that person because you've been through some things together, right? You've been through some things together, okay? And my mama, what's up, girl? She said, self-respect and self-love. People treat you how you treat yourself. Say that again. If you don't have no respect for yourself, people going to treat you like they don't respect you because you don't respect you. So why should they respect you? Right? You know what I don't like is when people play mental games. That's one thing. I, I If you know anything about me, and I've gone off on family members about this, I don't like anyone who can't make a decision. I do not tolerate that. Make a decision. And if you can't make a decision, to me, that means you're not a leader. So I don't even, at that point, I don't even want to talk to you. Because you can't make a decision. We're going to be sitting here all day. And then you're not making way for whatever blessing to come in. Right? Let your no be your no and let your yes be your yes. 
Just make a decision, stick by it and keep it pushing, keep it moving. But when you are stuck at a decision, we can't move forward. So I don't want to be around anybody that that is contagious. Indecision is contagious. It makes me so anxious and it makes me so angry because I'm like, why, why you don't know how to make a decision? Just make a decision. Make a decision. Is it yes or is it no? And let's stick with that. And I'm all about loyalty. So I don't like when people will say one thing and then go behind your back and do another thing. Like to me, just be honest, be real with it, right? Be real, be real. It doesn't require that much just to be real, okay? Uh, I love this. Wow, that's so sad yet so real. Being heard is paramount. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Uh, my friend took a survey recently and in the survey, she asked the men, she said, y'all, what do y'all do when y'all need to vent? And a lot of the men were like, we smoke weed, we play video games. I might talk to my mama. So a lot of these men were just talking to their moms. And I'm like, but aren't you in a whole, like, don't you have a whole, like, what, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, but mm, it's just not the same. And it's like, why would you want to be with somebody or surround yourself or or even build a life with somebody that you can't talk to? You want somebody that you can listen to. People get so hypnotized by looks that fade, right? Like you can have these fine people in your face, right? That's why I don't judge a book by its cover no more. I used to see men that are fine and be like, ooh, yes, I want to talk to you, <laughs> right? And it was just like, but we can't grow together. We can't go together. Mm -mm. No, I'd rather take that nerd in the back that's real quiet, but he's real smart and he self-develops himself. And that's who I want. I like him. You know, that buff man, he cute. But see, he know he cute, so he not working on himself. Now, not to say, like, beauty to me is definitely in the mind, right? I'm looking for what's in here. Because I need to understand we we if we what are our conversations like what are we talking about you know what I mean and and really evaluating that hey queen uh, oh man there's so many comments I'm catching up you know you must know who you are at the core your core values are so important oh my gosh Chandra you take me back to a time I remember when I was I was in China a lot of my experiences are going to be when I was in China because I grew up in China as an adult. So it was from like 23 to 28 that I was there. No, 29, 20. I can't remember. Ooh. Anyways. So I remember I had a friend, I was so lost in where I was and who I was. And they asked me, they said, who are you at your core? And I was like, I don't know. You know? And I realized that's when I had to start my self-discovery journey because I didn't even know who I was. I knew that I was an amazing person. I knew that people loved me. I knew that I was loved. I knew that I was cared for. I knew that anything that I asked for, people would 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 give it to me. I knew that I was loyal. I knew that I was a great friend. I knew I was a great sister. I knew I was a great daughter. I knew I was, I knew, I knew that I was all of it. I knew I was able to play all of these roles. Yet I didn't know who I was. Because see, I grew up with everyone else believing in me. Right. So it's a double edged sword. Right. People who don't have anybody believe in them and people who have everybody believe in them have the same problem. 
And I'm going to put it like this. I had grew up with everybody believing me to the point where I was borrowing their belief in me and then creating a new spectrum of who I wanted to be, who I wanted to, to say I was. Right. And so then as I'm as I'm getting to know me, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, am I who I thought I was? Oh, I can change that. And when self-development came in the picture, I was like, oh, I could be whoever I want to be. Well, let me figure out who I want. Who do I want to be? Right. Who do I want to be? When people say my name, what do I want them to think? When I say my name, what do I think about me? Anybody that's known me over the years, you know, I went from Latoria to Toria Vaughn to Toria to Lat to to Hadija to Toto to and I settled on Hadija Toto because that's me. That that's the identity that I can get with. It's a name. It's 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 what I call myself. It's what I answer to, right? And it represents all of these amazing, amazing experiences. And Angela said, boom, does the person you're with realize that we have work to do? Come on now. Come on now. You you know the assignment. You know the assignment. Yeah, my mama is in the house. Yes, mental game. I don't like mind games either, y'all. I, I don't like mind games either. And grow together or apart, the journey continues. Not everyone is meant to come with you as you elevate higher. People are seasonal. Learn from it and apply it to your future. Let's just, I'm just going to snap in the microphone. Can y'all hear those snaps? Just, everybody just have a snapping moment, please. Just, come on now. Come on now. We either grow together, we grow apart, but we, we, there's no stopping in the journey. And it's okay if people fall by the wayside. They got to go. You don't deserve to be treated like shit because someone can't get their stuff together. Go. They got to go or you got to go. But you are putting yourself through the fire pits of hell by tolerating disrespect, by tolerating dishonesty, by tolerating people who are not loyal to you, by tolerate because you are showing them how to treat you. Have enough respect for yourself to walk away and make them grow. Make them look at themselves. And there's nothing wrong with growing. There's nothing wrong with becoming a person that you don't recognize as long as it's in a good way. Lose yourself. Lose yourself to your purpose. Lose yourself to your strive. Lose yourself to who you intend and want to be. That's the key. Those are the keys to success right there. Losing yourself and daring to do so. Whew, I got a little bit hot right there. I, I don't know who was talking just now. The spirit was moving. The spirit was moving. Yes, Taisha and Angela. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we on. We are on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get this in. Can I add something? Let's normalize asking our friends if they have the mental capacity to listen to event before downloading on them because you never know how much they can handle at that very moment. Hey, oh, they may have just had a bad phone call, a fight, bad day. That's respecting bound. Who Kia is out here? Preaching, she's preaching to the choir. Come on now. Yes, before you unpack on someone, 
ask for consent. <laughs> ask for consent to do that because you are mentally violating them when you don't do so, right? If you need to go get counseling, go get counseling. If you need to go take a self-development course so you can start to begin to solve in your own problem, start do that. But sometimes you got to ask people where they're at at that moment because, and it's also in intuition as well. Okay. So don't ever be afraid to open up on people, but yeah, having that mental capacity to be able to vent, right? Cause it's all about ability and being able to do that. That's important. That is so important because as you keep moving, as you keep striving, as you keep working, as you keep putting in the work, Sometimes people aren't at a certain awareness that you are at to understand the kind of issues that you're going through. Not everyone's going to understand you. Even if they're the closest to you ever, they're not going to understand some of the stuff you go through. They're not. And that's okay. That's okay because that's why you have other, other people that you can talk to. And that's really why you develop yourself to the point where you can ask yourself these questions and you can vent to yourself. So thank you so much, Gia, for adding that in. I love that. So Sinner said, 100, 100, come on. Yes, Angela. We teach people how to treat us. Boom, shakalaka. And that concludes today's session. So I'm going to leave that question up to you all. Okay, I'm going to leave that question up to you all. Are we, are we truly the five people we surround ourselves with? Are we, are we truly? the five people we surround ourselves with. If it's a yes, then let your yes be your yes and let your no be your no. So if anything out of this, whether you agree or disagree, it don't matter because it's all up to you and how you interpret it and interpretate, Lord help me, <laughs> the way that you interpret it. But what I will say and encourage is just reevaluating the people who surround you. I remember reevaluating people who surrounded me and I was like, do I want to be that person? Nah, they got to go. Uh, do I want to be that person? Nah, they got to go too. And it's okay to do a cleanup. It's okay to do a spring cleaning of relationships. That doesn't mean you'll never ever talk to them again, but it just means you want to modify and watch how close you are to these people. And it's and it has nothing personal to do with them, but everything to do with your growth and who you're becoming, right? You are what you eat. When I'm in my fitness journey, I'm not going to talk to people who aren't working out. Why? Because I know I'm very sensitive I'm very sensitive to who I'm surrounding myself with. I'm motivated by my environment. An environment has a lot to do with everything. So that's it. I'm Hadija Toto. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited that you joined us today. Yes, go ahead. Take your inventory of the people who surround you. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you all. I'll be posting this up on Instagram most likely. And yeah, taking some, some of these clips because it was fire, fire. Y'all were on fire today. It's like, really, y'all were on fire. Y'all gave y'all gave me energy to be able to talk. This was supposed to be a 30-minute talk, and we on 56 minutes. We double-timed that, baby. We double-timed it. Anyways, let me get off here before I get super hyped. Y'all have a good day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace.